Oh, man, I guess just like a quick little recap for my past weekend there for you, Charlie. Yes, tell uh, me. Wedding and all. Traveling down to uh, Charlotte, California. North- Wait. Where were you? Charleston, South Carolina. Oh, Charleston. Okay, okay. <laughs> you okay. tried, man. I love that. Uh, I we love know. I was to... just. Yeah, I was. We were just in Charlotte. Uh, how how was that? Ago. It was fun. It was great. It was a great time. What a blast! Sounds like okay. I had a great time when I got there. The process of getting there was not great. I will recap <laughs> you with my day. Did you fly? So I did fly. I okay. flew out of, <laughs> and that's part of the story. <laughs> <laughs> so I tried to. I was flying United. And I went to check in the night before, like a responsible individual. And they, for some reason, I, I wasn't trying to check any of my bags. So they said you had to f- complete check-in when you got to the actual airport. Cool. Not a problem. Let's go. So I wake up. And this is the first time I've ever had like a noon flight and not uh, like a 6 a.m. So I didn't have to rush to the airport. Really? So I woke up. <laughs> yeah. I, bro, life was good. I was just in my bed. I was, you know, Wait, but the, the like, news. Do you usually fly at like 6 a.m.? Yes, yes, I do. Oh I'm like, my. get there early. Exactly, exactly. And so I, this I'm was kind of the same way. See, I feel like a lot of people are. They like knock it out early on in the day or like late at night. Yep. But uh, so I was like, I'll knock it out in the middle of the day. So I just had had all my stuff packed up. Life was good, and I call. I go down into my lobby. So I'm on the ninth floor of my building. And I go to call an Uber, and for some reason, it's like it's not connecting to Wi-Fi. And I'm like, this happens from time to time. I'm a droid owner, and I know a lot of people want to crap on us. I will give them that sometimes. It doesn't connect to Wi-Fi. <laughs> so I was like, all right, let me just go back in my apartment, order the Uber, and then I'll just go. I don't need to like have my phone or anything for, for anything after that. So I get the Uber, hop in. We go to uh, DCA, which is Ronald Reagan. And um, I'm like, I'm just ready to go. I'm just chill. So relaxed. Mm-hmm. I go to finish completing my uh, my check-in, so I put in my confirmation number into one of those kiosks right? before you know you get past security. Of course. And a message popped up that I have never seen, and it said, "It appears your confirmation is for IAD, and you are currently in DCA." Yeah. So apparently, when I booked my flight, I said go out of Ronald Reagan, but Google also inserted Dulles like flights, and I'd accidentally gone for a Dulles flight. So I check my clock. It's like, or my, yeah, it's like ten fifteen, and my flight is at twelve twelve. I'm like, okay, this is possible. I go to call my like, I don't know why I felt like to call my mom, but I went to call her, and my phone starts ringing, and then all of a sudden it goes to this like message, and it's like, oh yeah, please do not hang up. We are not going to complete your call, but you're going to a different place. Essentially, what I found out was my credit, like my my phone bill had not been paid, and yeah, everybody judge me for a second. I'm still in the family plan. And uh, I won't say who didn't pay the bill, but essentially somebody <laughs> didn't pay the bill. And uh, not only could I not make calls, I couldn't make texts, I couldn't connect to Wi-Fi, I couldn't order an Uber. And so oh, I'm like... Oh, no. I know, bro. I'm like, oh, shucks. Like, of all the days, this is the day. So I'm freaking out a little does, bit. Trying does to DCA out, not like, have, like, a taxi stand? So they do. But I was like, I don't know if we'll get... If I, I couldn't do the math in my head of how far I was from Dulles. And so... I um somehow like, I go back to the key, like the the kiosk people and a woman was super nice. She let me borrow her phone. I call my mom. I like tell her like what's going on because not only did I have to get there, I had to like coordinate with a buddy who was picking me up from the airport too. So it was like I was freaking out. So my sister and mind you, my parent, my mom and my sister picked up and they were in Wi-Fi. That's the only reason like the, the phone went through. So bless them for that. But they were like on the road. And so they had to stop off at a public library, and my sister ordered an Uber for me. And I was like, perfect, cool, we're good. 
So I was trying to do all this super quickly. I hang up. I give the phone back to the woman, Miss Valerie. Shout out at United. Thank you so much. And um, I run to go catch the Uber. But then I realize I didn't coordinate with my sister as to whether or not the driver was going to go to arrivals or departures to pick me up. So I'm running back and forth up these stairs in this elevator like for 20 minutes. And I'm just seeing the clock tick down. I'm like, okay, I can't do this. So like you said, the taxi service and Miss Valerie been like, it's going to cost you like 80 bucks and I don't know how long it's going to take or if you're going to make it. But I was like, I got to roll the dice. So I hopped in a taxi. I said to the guy like, please, I need to get to this flight. I'm not going to lie. We got there on time, but homeboy was not moving as quickly as I would have liked, but I guess he you know, probably has a driving record he's got to watch out for. So we get there. I go to the kiosk, find out I have to check my bag in. And um, yeah, then they're like, the kiosk is blinking and I have to wait for a person. And there's only one person working and like she's helping somebody else. And so I kind of like wave her down and she like stops with that person. So bless her. She gets mm-hmm. me through. And in Dulles, they have, so I go through security like just in time and they have like a tram system that takes you to your gate. Yeah. So the, the, the tram comes, we hop on, we're waiting like five or so minutes. And there's a message that this tram is no longer in service. You have to get off. And I'm like, I know they're not talking about this tram. But no, they were. And so everybody's kind of hesitant to leave, so it's eating into my clock again. Long story short, I make it to the, uh, the flight like with two minutes to spare. Ooh. I get on. I know, life is good. So we get to our, where we got to go, and I have to coordinate my buddy to pick me up. And so um, I was like, I can go into a plus room, like an airport plus room, because I am a priority pass member. Whoa, look at and you. I know, yeah. <clears throat> life is good. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of a baller sometimes. Uh, but the problem <laughs> was we arrived. I know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of I'm cool, guys. I'm kind of cool. And so we, I get up to the place. I just need Wi-Fi. And so um, I give my priority pass. I give him my ticket. He's like, ooh, are you a, like arriving or departing? I said, I'm arriving. He said, we only allow departing people in here. And I was like, you are kidding me. So I take my stuff. I go down. I find How a help rude. desk. Yeah. I know that's what I'm saying. I was like, dude, I paid the priority pass card. Like, just help a brother out. Excuse me. But I can I hang know. out here. Maybe I have a layover. What do you know? Or you know, well, I guess exactly. layovers would exactly. technically be departing. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? And technically, I you just... probably see if I'm returning. Yeah. But no, I agree. I agree. I was like, you are. So priority pass, if you're listening to this, you're on my list now. Um, <laughs> but I go. I get, like, a, a phone, I guess, that's a sign for people who need help. Get with my buddy. And then eventually my phone turns back on. And I figured it all out, but it was just like such a stressful, such a stressful trip. Well, at least you had a good time at the wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The wedding was great. Congratulations. Was the return as stressful? Or <laughs> the return was smooth. No, smooth, the return was smooth. Good. Smooth That's good to be. hear. That's definitely great to hear. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, my weekend was not as eventful. I mean, we, we, <laughs> okay, I'm glad. we just went to a birthday in uh, Brooklyn on Saturday. So we just like went up to this, uh, I guess it's like a bar um but it's 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 like a cool little spot it's called like freehold um oh. and uh yeah it was cool uh i nice. i had a good time there um then we went out to dinner afterwards and then we just went home and listened to some music uh and then watched uh this new show called lessons in chemistry which is like on apple tv um you guys are some apple tv people goodness yeah we just we just you know we just always look for something to watch, I guess. And we have, we're like, the it. thing is, we start like five different shows, and then we like are halfway through them, and then we were like, oh, let's watch something else because we're never, 
like in the mood to watch something in that like particular show so we always just start a bunch of shows and then we eventually circle back and finish other shows um, so <laughs> love it love it yeah well i know we're we started uh with, uh what we do in the shadows and oh uh, i've heard good things and like we got like halfway through season two and we like we did that in like a week and a half, but we haven't like watched it since it's been, it's October. And I don't think we've watched it once this month. It's like the perfect October wow. show. Yeah. What are we doing here? Yeah, people? I don't know. <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, our weekend was pretty good though. Overall. Okay. Yesterday was a laundry Long day. Week. I've heard tales. I heard there were casualties. <laughs> there were a sweater casualty. <laughs> uh hey, you can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs sometimes, I guess. Or we losing lost, a sweater. In the we lost some good sweaters yesterday. <laughs> a moment Valiant. of silence for those lost sweaters. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your careful consideration. <laughs> <clears throat> oh man. No, but you're right. It is spooky season, buddy. Mm-hmm. And uh I think it's kind of what inspired this particular topic for the week, Indeed. which is re- reviewing uh the nightmare before Christmas. Truly a uh, interesting kind of movie that blends Halloween and like Christmas, um, but you know it's a classic. It's a classic, you know, yes. Disney Tim Burton yeah. movie uh, from like the early nineties. Um, yeah, let's get into it. <clears throat> Let's do it, let's do it. Okay, <sighs> greetings everyone, and welcome to the What You Got Podcast, where we talk topics A to Z and everything in between. I am Jordan Balmer, joined as always by the frighteningly fantastic Charlie Bud, and today we're going back in time to discuss the 1993 Halloween classic, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Surprisingly, neither of us had seen it before, but with Halloween right around the corner, we figured it was as good a time as any to finally check out this flick. Now, The Nightmare Before Christmas has a cult-like following, so we should probably be careful about what we say. Uh, though it feels like everyone movie. has seen this, just note that there will be some spoilers Actually, ahead, 30. So even warn people. Bud? Uh, oh, I think, I'm thinking Actually, I'm 19. 30, bro, I was going to say. Put another 10 in front of that. Goodness. <laughs> huh. <laughs> if only. If only. <laughs> But I know you've heard of it and never watched it until this past week. And I want to know what your expectations were going All into right, well, the first viewing. All right, well, despite never with really that, I'm gonna kick it off this movie, you, I felt what like I'd seen this movie. You know, it's been – it's like one of those movies that um, I think it's like was so culturally relevant. And like, <laughs> like kind of when I was like growing up and like still in that, that Disney kind of sphere um, that – I, I I like all the I knew like half the songs because they're really iconic, um, and I have also like knew a lot of kind of what the plot was too before I had ever even like seen this movie. Um, so nothing really like uh, kind of like stood out to me as not like it was something I wasn't expecting. It was very much along the lines. Like I guess the only thing I wasn't expecting. Was just some of the way, like some of the way the animation was done, even though it was like very classic, like Tim Burton, but it was also like like 1993 and had like I don't know, like some spookiness to it. But uh, I don't know. It's it was um, I don't know, but I liked it overall. It's just like a, you know your classic. I think it's it really is kind of like iconic. It's fun, um, 
and it's memorable. Truly. It really sticks out. I think it's a unique kind of story. I mean, like, a unique kind of idea for a story. Yeah. No, I'd I'd agree. And interestingly, um, every Halloween, the Haunted Mansion of Disney World is changed over to be the Nightmare Before Christmas themed. So a lot of people get really, yeah, they get into it because of that. So I love And people... I mean, you've probably seen in, like, Hot Topic or, like, Spencer's. Yeah. People love Jack Skellington. I like, know. He's, like, a really iconic just character. So like, he is. And they get um, it tattooed, obviously. And you uh, know, almost, I would say he's almost, like, the face of, like, Halloween for, for like, some people. I mean, he kind of almost is. I don't know. Like, I like I, he wasn't for me growing up, but, like, I can kind of, like, see it as, like, a, like a wider thing. Um No, totally. And that's, I think, my expectations going into this were kind of yeah. low. I said, just given the fact that we're grown men watching this for the first time and it's been around for 30 years, I knew I'd probably either love it or hate it. And so I just uh, kind of, or just maybe in that, in that middle ground, but I felt like the odds of that were pretty like slim to none. So I just watched it with an open <laughs> mind. And like you said, I knew the songs. <laughs> I knew the gist of the plot. It felt as if I had watched it, but I never had. So... Uh, <laughs> I appreciate yeah. that. I, I mean, it was not to say predictable, yeah. but I imagined I knew where it was going in the end. But it was still a fun watch. It was a fun watch. And if I was a kid, I actually do remember such a suddenly I unlocked a memory all of a sudden. Um, my dad was watching it on like eight, back before Freeform was ABC Family. And this is like circa 2003, maybe. Uh, he was watching it. And it was the part where they got to like Oogie Boogie. <laughs> And yeah, I was like the moment when it, like like Jack pulls down. off his like now, little sack not. suit, that so, was like wow. If I was a kid, I'd probably be like disturbed by that. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> dude. It was like he's also just kind of like creepy, like amorphous, just like bouncing around. Did, and then like, all these, he like, just like die like, at yeah, the end? That Is would, that like uh, the implication that here? That would not do it for me. You know, I, I don't even mind starting with the end before the beginning. I was trying to figure that out myself. And like they, I guess and they were like all say, like they were all like and saying all what the, Boogie like, was saying, kinda, like, and then in. like and nobody, their voices quietly tempered out as they all started to die, and then then Santa squished the last bug. Yep, he's out here taking names. Bro, Santa was a savage. Santa was, he was like out for revenge, <laughs> out for blood. I was like, geez. He said, y'all, y'all mess up my holiday. You take me captive. Try to kill me. I'm getting, I'm getting mine. What was that? Yeah, I think like, that was last year. Violent night with um, David Harbour a couple years yeah, ago where Santa sure that was, was killing people. Year. That's what came out. Dude, I wonder was if that movie was trying year? to like capture Jeez. what Nightmare Before Christmas was. Like because it was like a horror movie. Guys. Like, didn't it come out, like, around, like, how, I, maybe it didn't, maybe it came out around, like, Christmas, but. I could look it up for you. When did Violent Night come out? Yeah, so, um, that was very, very strange to me, because nobody seemed to even, like, question. Also, I thought, like, Boogie was, like, way more Boogie of a villain in this uh, movie. They just were like, oh, okay, sorry, Santa. But he, like, like for really wasn't. And Dude, did I like right? right? Did like he do that? He like captured Santa on behalf of 
Jack, didn't he? Okay. No, so basically, and this is, I wanted to get into this because there was okay, a lot so, of backstory yeah, I feel like we didn't movie. get as viewers. Also, sorry, Violent Night came out December 2nd of 2022 last year, so <laughs> Christmas movie, Christmas movie. But um, so essentially, mm-hmm. in this movie, Jack Skellington uh, is kind of bored. He's the Pumpkin King. It's because he's bored he, of doing uh, Halloween. finds out that there's a Christmas This is important. He's bored of doing it because that's like, that's kind of what leads to him doing what he does in the movie. Yes. Because he's just like, oh, I'm doing this again. I know everybody loves me, but I'm just like, I don't. Oh, yep. he's, like, he's like kind of like a defeated artist who wants to like find something new. <laughs> yes. He needs a new source of inspiration and he finds it in Christmas. And he's just enamored by this guy, Sandy Claus, who was Santa Claus. And so uh, what he does is he gets the quote-unquote yeah. trick-or-treaters. He's like, like um, three children. Block, shock, and And he gets and them to kidnap Santa. But he says, it's like lot. Yeah, there you go, there you go. And he gets them to kidnap Santa. Oh, yeah, and then okay, he I remember just, that now. Uh, he's like, don't bring Oogie Boogie into this. And they're like, we won't. Like, and they have the little well, fingers like, hold crossing on, on like their bags. They, we, he, they were clearly connected <sighs> yeah, but, to Oogie okay, Boogie. See, and that goes like, to the Why wouldn't question. you suspect that Oogie yeah, Boogie would be a part of this? Like, what did you, what did you think these kids were going to do? Absolutely. <laughs> Jack was maybe just so full of the Christmas spirit, he was like looking the other way. He was like benevolent. He's like, ah, everybody's happy. It's a good time. They aren't going to bring it. Yeah, but they live in the same house as Oogie Boogie is what it looked like. And Oogie Boogie was just in the, in the basement. Mm-hmm. Which sounds terrifying to me when I say like, as a child, that would definitely be scary. Like, oh, Oogie Boogie's in the basement. Like, ugh. But uh, no, dude. So yeah, I was kind of confused by that and why he didn't bring the kids in and then the term pumpkin king so this is introduced very early in this movie essentially jack is known as the pumpkin king he's that guy like, when it comes to halloween. halloween pumpkins what did that he mean is the you? guy who does all the like i'm assuming jack skellington in this like fantasy world is the santa claus santa claus but for halloween so like another name for him is just the pumpkin king because like he is the king of oh. the harvest the uh, month or like the month of the hollows or whatever so like <laughs> that was something yeah, I had I was analyzing it you know that was okay you were clearly on putting that film studies degree to work just <laughs> breaking it down trying to understand there you go, man. There you go. Exactly. I want to I, see. I needed to understand the motivation there. And I wish I knew how Jack like something I wish maybe they'd explored in this movie or another movie. How Jack got that title. Was it a competition? Or was it just that he established himself as someone of note? And they're like, dude, you're you're him. You're the pumpkin king. And then yeah, just I, like rocked with it. Like I was uh, a little confused by that. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry. Wait, Anything say that else? again. One more time for me. <laughs> Mm. Oh, oh no! I was just trying to like. I, I was like, how know. did Jack I feel the like king? you know? Was how he, did Santa Claus was it a competition to be the Pumpkin universe? King? You know, it's just kind just of say, like you know what he is. Um, I guess he's just respected. Uh, you know, kind of I guess by the citizens. Like they seem to love him, as like we get from the like this is Halloween song at the very end. Yeah. He's just like you know, everybody's adoring him. 
Um, so like maybe they call him that, like you know he's the pumpkin king. Like they gave him the title, you know he didn't like call himself that kind of thing. Yeah, dude, you were breaking this movie down. Oh my gosh, I was, I was like not, not confused, but I was like, oh, I wonder that. And you seem to have yeah. the answers. You're like uh, an encyclopedia right now, there, bud. Oh man, which does actually kind of boil down to the bigger question, which I think uh, I need some insight from you on. The was million this dollar question, a Christmas movie. You know, or um, movie? part of me wants to say, I don't know. It's like that's the weird thing. Right. I do think it's still kind of like a Halloween movie uh, because while, yes, Christmas is like the focus of the movie, it's the entire thing is that Jack doesn't really get what makes Christmas Christmas and that it's like, uh, you know, and like his his thing is Halloween. So when you try to bring Halloween into Christmas, you know, because what he ends up doing is that his presents are just terrifying like i still remember the image of when like um the, he, like here's a this is for you like the, the kid opens it it's like what did you get from santa it's a head. That was traumatizing. I was like, wow, that's dark. Oh my gosh. Because he just like he doesn't he clearly doesn't know what makes Christmas Christmas and he's just like he's good at like scaring people. And so he just thought like he would take what Halloween was, but just to do it like but like Mm -hmm. do it christmas or santa claus does but not understanding it fully which is like heart of the movie kind of thing but um and uh yeah so i still think it's like a halloween movie because um i think it all goes back to him you know you know realizing that like christmas isn't like for him and realizing maybe what the true christmas is and it's not really something that he can really be kind of a part of and has to go back to doing halloween and it's also there's a song called This is Halloween, so. Yeah. Also true. Also, dude, apparently the songs, because I was looking at the Wikipedia, like, afterwards, they broke down the, like, the parts of the movie by song. They were like, this happens. This was the song. Oh, yeah. People, this happens. People love the. the I, was like, Man, I people think, are, like, Tim Burton. Like I said, people like are really into this. Following. Very much like, into behind this, this movie. Um. Even like he's like a producer on. I guess he wrote it, but he didn't direct it. Um, but uh, yeah, so um, yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah. There, I also saw on Disney yeah. Plus that they have a sing along version. Truly I almost watched that version, but I wasn't about to sing along, so I was like, I don't need that. Really, also, the songs are famous enough. I think I know most of the words anyway. <laughs> I get it. I get it. <laughs> I, 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 I like literally this? was waiting There's for magic in the air. This? There's magic in the air. Like, that I song knew is so famous. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, what is this? <laughs> Dude. Uh, yeah, no. Honestly, okay. In terms of just uh, 
holiday movies. In terms of popularity, rank, it must be like one of, one of the top well-known uh, well Halloween in terms of popular, like, in terms of movies, if you want to classify that. I'm, I'm curious about people who call it a Christmas movie, though, like why they think that. Um, but I, I think it's like super well-known. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Could you imagine... Oh, no, I was going to say, could you imagine a family that watches it, like, every Christmas the Eve? The movie like, is what? called The Nightmare, the Nightmare Before, Before Christmas. Christmas. Like, it's a Halloween movie. Oh, man. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I was and just I agree. That's say, like, what, it's, I, what I felt. It's just a very, it's really iconic. What, I mean, like, you, you could, like, like when you, just, when you start singing, like, this is Halloween, like, you know, everybody knows that. Or, like, what's this? What's this? There's magic everywhere. Everyone knows where that's from. Um, and like I, I actually, those are honestly probably the two most famous songs. Yep, yep. I don't know, like the other ones I wasn't as familiar with, but uh, yes, um, the boogie song I like heard before, but I was like, oh, I I just didn't. I, but there was like a bunch of other songs, like Sally's song, I didn't know, and uh, that came out of nowhere. I mean, not nowhere, I guess, but I was just like, oh, I didn't. I've never heard this song before, but uh, so many people have done like memes of like this is Halloween and what's this? So Yep. I actually you brought up Sally and that was another point I kind of wanted to discuss because I I'd never seen it, so I didn't know what her character was, but I knew there was a romance between her and Jack and <laughs> you see her kind of early on, you realize that she's a creation of this I think his name was yeah. Dr. Finkelstein. And um, so she's basically like a little Frankenstein's monster. But she has feelings for Jack. And she kind of comes up. And then she goes away. <laughs> and she kind of comes up at the it's end. So and mind you, this movie is only like an hour. But uh, <laughs> in terms of in terms um, of the pacing and the overall quality of their romance, seems to how happen. would you rate like, a lot of things Jack in this movie? and Sally's relationship? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I did not know there was like a giant like cult <laughs> easy buddy I like movie, living I these people will find us I'm kidding um, no it just kind of just seems like it happens like it's clear from like early on that she has like some like secret crush on him but I also wasn't like I didn't get that right away like when he goes into the uh, graveyard to like sing uh, his song like after this is Halloween um, Sally's there and I almost like seems like she's hiding from him which I guess she is, um, but I thought it was because maybe at first, like, she was, like, afraid of him or something, but then, like, it kind of clearly developed, or didn't take much longer to realize, no, she just, um, she, like, likes him, like, like, or is, like, in love with him, but I don't really, like, they don't really explore their backstory too much, like, it doesn't even seem like he goes over to Dr. Uh, Finkelstein, um, uh, like, place that often, I don't know, uh, so, like, I don't know how, like, often they would ever really interact, and it just, like, by the end, it's, um, Sally who, like, talks sense to him, and then, like, suddenly, you know, they're romantically involved. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was a, a quick, quick finish at the end there, and I never realized she's voiced by Oh, yeah, I actually Catherine did not O'Hare, know that. That's cool. Moira Rose on, uh, <laughs> yeah, right, right. Very cool, very cool. <laughs> David. 
Uh, dude, I could. And now I like, I, I kind of want to watch yeah. it again because I only discovered that after finishing it. I'm like, I wonder if I could hear her, her voice in there. But I agree with you. It felt so. Yeah, you had the part where she's hiding, and I wish I'd also known how long she'd been alive because. I don't know if she was not to say a new wish creation or if she'd just been around con and then constantly been trying mm-hmm. to escape because that had been a problem that Dr. Finkelstein was kind of trying to punish her for early on in the movie. So she kept trying to run away and be free and see the world. Um, so also conflicted there because if she's very interested in escaping, it almost seems like a relationship yeah. would hold her back because what would she be able yeah. to do? And but- also, you know I was just gonna add that the love relationship, is, like, like is, uh, it makes sense from like Sally's perspective, because so, like uh, it's clear from the beginning that she kind of yeah. like has like a secret crush or like loves Jack, but like Jack does pay seems to pay no mind to her at all throughout this entire movie, and then at the very end he's just like, "I love you, Sally," and then <laughs> it's just <laughs> yes, dude, that's what I'm telling you. I'm like. But yeah, the man was like worried about Christmas. He was worried about Halloween. Then he was worried about Christmas. Then it was like, uh, I guess I'm back to Halloween. Oh, and Sally did was like tell her like make me a Santa suit. Yeah, he just what? What? Uh, I didn't get it. No. (laughs) (laughs) You're gonna say sandwich for a second, but then I remembered that. No, I'm sorry. It kind of he said make me yeah a Santa suit, and then I guess he really just. Something about the way she's so... And she also tried to hold him back because she had... This is also something we never really explored, but she has a premonition. Um, She takes, I guess, it's like a dead branch and then it like sprouts like a Christmas thing and then it catches on fire. And for a second, I thought by celebrating Christmas in Halloween land, they were ultimately going to make it... I mean, Halloween town, they were going to make it Christmas town, but it was just a premonition and it's the only one she has. Well, she warns um, Jack they, yeah, about they never it. Really, uh, that never he's really going to ruin that Christmas after. or she something. Just had this premonition. Or like something and bad will happen. Then it was just like, and he dismisses it and says, like, make me a Santa suit instead. Yup. <laughs> I don't know why I keep cracking up. Whatever you say, make me a Santa I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get myself together. I'm going to get myself together. But no, yeah, so make me a Santa suit. And she does. And once again, it's not like he's like, oh, thank you, Sally. Like That was very kind of you. He's like, yep. oh, thank you. And and they steal Santa's hat right that's off his Sandy head. Sandy Claus. Because that's when they kidnapped him. Ugh, tragic, tragic. <laughs> yeah, those little punk trick-or-treaters. But okay, how do you feel about just Halloween movies as a whole? Because this is kind of, I guess, one of those feel good ones there's you know not like the biggest horror movies. movie like what's uh, your kind guy. of take on the whole so, genre and also i feel like a lot of horror movies aren't necessarily like halloween horror movies like i guess there's that fame there's like the famous halloween right like that's a literal horror movie that i've never seen and i fa- i find that when i do yes. watch horror movies they are not halloween movies so <laughs> Like they're not like based around uh, any like particular holiday either. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so for me, I like Halloween movies that are like more, I guess, lighthearted, like uplifting, feel good. I guess you know, like your hope. Like I don't know what Halloween movies are there other than like the Disney ones. <laughs> Hocus pocus. That's my thing, yeah, dude. I don't really know. Like, I know, like, I actually, I, I consider Tim Burton like Coraline. Coraline. I think that's kind of like a uh, 
isn't Halloween it like movie. isn't that and then like the Wendell and Wild? Wasn't the the, Dude, the book the like really on, really scary? Is like good. the movie as scary? The movie is actually well, surprisingly yeah, it's mature. Like and I never realized diamond. there was a book before. I gotta yeah, read. But that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a grown man now. But is uh, it a horror book? I don't even know. Maybe I'm like, maybe I'm wrong. I have no idea. Yeah. Okay. So I just googled it. It is written. It's a children's novel, so maybe it isn't. Uh, but it's a yeah, horror sure dark it is, fantasy, is what it is. A dark fantasy horror children's novel by British author okay. Neil Gaiman. I've read a couple of his works, so I actually, you know, he, I like his stuff. I haven't read everything, but there's a couple of things that are on my list of his stuff to read. Not to get sidetracked too much. Uh, I've only really read one book, uh, his myth, Greek mythology book of his. Of his. No, um, you're so good. <laughs> it's good. And I want to read American Gods, which he wrote. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he wrote that? The one that became like a he show on did like Sandman. Stars or Showtime. Ooh. Okay. Now you're now you're making me. Okay. Yeah, people have been telling me about Netflix Sandman and, like left uh, and right of late. I don't know. To, I wanted to read Sandman because I Netflix? heard it was really good. Um, I don't know how good the Netflix show is, to be honest. Okay. And you know, Netflix adaptations are very hit or miss. <laughs> we know mm. that. I heard we good know things. that. Um, dang! Don't do that! Don't do that! <laughs> <laughs> I like me some Netflix. Netflix people don't <laughs> don't disregard the other what you got podcast. Uh, but yeah, no, okay. I have I have heard I mean, good I, things well, about Sandman, book, and, so. and I, mean, I heard American I God season one is very good. And then, well, oh, sorry. The, yeah, I want to read that. Yeah, he's also that. written... Um, First, inter- earlier interpretation of it. I, I think he's well-known for yeah. uh, the American Gods and Sandman. Um, oh, he also wrote the book The Ocean at the End of the Lane, which I guess won a British National Award for Book of the Year. So... Wow. Okay. Cloud. Cloud. Anyways. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. I do have something that came to mind while I was just taking in this entire film because I guess the impetus for Jack's sudden love for or fascination with uh, Christmas is that he just wanted something different, wanted to try something new. And uh, only after kind of dabbling in, so at the end of the movie, he realizes after getting shot out of the sky by the military, <laughs> that maybe this isn't for him. And he like kind of likes what he what he what he was doing before. So for you, have you ever like thought uh, you were really into I'm surely something? yes. You need to find out um, after trying specific it. Specific examples, that that I don't really know. Um, I'd almost say like photography in a way. Yeah, like I thought I would be really into it. I was really into it for a little while. Okay, yeah. Like probably a good solid like year and a half. And then like at some point I just realized, no, I don't like this as much as I thought I would. Um, yeah, so mm-hmm. I kind of gave up on that hobby because I was just like, it's not really it that interesting to me. Um, yeah. 
Totally. Totally. I think that's kind of part of life. Like you realize you have a limited amount of time to pursue any one avenue or another. And you're like, this isn't the one that necessarily gives me the most joy. What about you, Palmer? You got one of those? And give or a few? I am. So time to get out of here. I do. <laughs> I do a few. But the biggest one that I think that comes to mind is programming, ironically enough. When I was in high school, I started like dabbling into it. I was Heck in yeah. sci class. I was programming things on my uh, graphing calculator. And I just, I, I'm someone, yeah, exactly, right? I'm someone who loves just kind of all the like little quirky things and being able to spend a lot of time on something and get really passionate about it. And uh, I really liked that. I, I mean, it was very fair. rewarding, but I realized that <laughs> I mean, it's it wasn't like, yeah. necessarily the thing for yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, it's... So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I had to it's, take a step back. Nothing it's, but respect um, for people who do do it. I would say, like, for that specific... I mean, like, for anything, really, like, you know, if it's not rewarding, like, why pursue a skill like that, you know, for... You know, like, like on the off chance that maybe at one point it does become rewarding, mm-hmm. like, you know, so uh, that's kind of how I felt. Like, it's like, it's like I knew I wasn't yeah, good yeah. at photography, yeah. and I was like, for the time that I was really into it, I wanted, I was like, oh, I just got to keep doing it, and I'll get better and better. But eventually, it was just like, yeah, but like, why? <laughs> it was just like, I just, you know, I was just, I was losing interest. Um, yeah, 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 yeah exactly the deal, obviously <laughs> I, I just uh, for me to do it personally i was just it wasn't it was kind of yeah, losing absolutely. my interest um and then covid like uh, totally killed it like i was like when covid hit i was like oh i'm absolutely done with understandable it. just i was already kind of yeah. losing interest by the time covid happened and then covid happened i was like <laughs> yeah that'll probably do it <laughs> <laughs> hello coffin <laughs> meet the nail <laughs> boom <laughs> oh man yeah that's once again coffin and nail fitting for the uh the halloween theme but yeah I mean, sometimes you can even I mean, apply that to as jack found um, you think you're into something and you're like really anything not. really in life like for when you moment. like the thing that you majored in in uh college like you know are you still working in that field no, mm. uh, I'm not. <laughs> good question. Very good question. Uh, yeah, so like, uh, but like the yeah, thing is, like, like, you know, I think is you'd be sales, very fortunate so, yeah, yeah, to figure out what I you wanted not. to do at like 18, 17, 18 years old. Um, and that's like the same thing with like hobbies. You know, sometimes you land it and you find something that you really, really like, yeah, you really, I, really enjoy. You, you're lucky. Other times you try certain things. And you know what? You just didn't like it. And you just, you know, drop it and move to, on to something else. No, there's no, no yep. shame. Yeah, And there's, I think there's yeah. no, there, I'll have a work on this point, but there's no shame in that. It's like sometimes people are like, oh, I don't want to quit. Like, it's not necessarily quitting. It's just like, maybe, exactly. you, know, you know, pivoting and um, going to something that's a little bit more rewarding you know, that you're ultimately like, better at getting more enjoyment out of. Recent example, like last year i was like super super into chess i mean i still am but i don't have that level of obsession with it that i did like a year ago although it is kind of creeping back a little bit um because it's a game i still wanted to get like good at you know i think it's it is rewarding to me it's just uh Ah. when i took my course at like nyu um my time to study the game of chess dwindled (laughs) so (laughs) 
Um, so I didn't really get my chance to just sit there and read Bobby Fisher's book on chess and study openings and stuff like that. So, um, and then even after my course was done, I didn't like hop right back into <laughs> it. Um, but it's actually been slowly creeping back a little bit. I've been doing the puzzles again. So, yeah. Ah, okay. I saw it. It's good to hear. It's good to hear. Yeah. And I feel no, like a lot of people, very, very you know, for the most part, unless you like it did something very technical, few, I think few people do what they majored in college, <laughs> you know, like still like, um, and if you do great, there's nothing wrong with that. You mm-hmm. won no. something that other people didn't. Uh, I certainly didn't. You know, I thought I was going to do uh, journalism, <laughs> did not do it at all. Graduated and I was like, nah. I'm kind of good on that. <laughs> I feel you there, dude. I so feel you there. Like, uh, you know, I, I remember I wanted to start out in, in finance and, and market. I mean, not finance, marketing, finance and accounting. And I took my first like accounting class. I was like, nope, I'm going to do marketing <laughs> and management. Forget numbers. I don't need this in my life anymore. And, and, you know, and, there's, I, really and I know multiple either, people who. It is what it is. Um, you know? It is what it made is. Made career changes after they graduated college. Like I know somebody who like was like did what I am currently doing, but did it like the moment they graduated uh, college. It was like, you know, they studied, I think, economics. And then they like graduated. And, like I'm doing computer science instead. <laughs> And went to uh, grad school and did that, um, which is basically me, but like, uh, you know, oh my God, like seven, six years later. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dang. I'm not going to lie. I didn't see power us like, spinning out into this Christmas. topic, but maybe that's the power of the nightmare. You're part Christmas. of the cold now. Now we have to because... watch this movie. Every so year, part of the cult now? I have to do an are episode on it every year. <laughs> every year, yeah. What's the interpretation and like, this year? Little, like Jack get matching, uh, hoodies Jack with the, tattoos with, or wrists. Nightmare Before Christmas hoodies with zero. What is that the dog's <laughs> name? Yeah, and there's that on the on the sweatshirt. You know. Yeah, zero. Yep, exactly. Oh my God! It's Rudolph. Yes. Did you get that? I'm not gonna they lie. I was wondering why Zero's Rudolph nose was, was bright, but I literally I was like, dude, <laughs> I literally was like, oh my gosh, that's why he's got a bright nose so that he can guide that's, our way tonight. That's poetry. Oh, beautiful. It's, it's like poetry. That's, it's not. It's not movie. It that's poetry. That is poetry right there. Mm. Oh dang. Yeah. Yes, it do. But poetry in motion. Poetry on the big screen. Huh. But okay, so I guess this is probably one of the, the final questions I have because much like the movie, I did not necessarily have a, a crazy long, a crazy number of things to say about it, but animation as the medium for uh, this particular story. I think it enhanced it. Feel I like feel it like, I don't know how you could tell this like live action. I would dare someone to try it. But and like in a way, I, I like it adds so much to the movie. It's like its own character, like which I think is the case for a lot of animation. But even like more, like some movies are a little definitely more pronounced, where animation is like definitely more of like a forefront of like the soul of a film. And I think this definitely benefits by being very animated because it has like this really 
unique kind of like world that they live in and like it has a very unique art style that kind of comes with it um and then like when you know especially like during uh this is like all the songs a cat um (laughs) uh all the songs like uh i think really benefit and lean towards the fact that it's animated because it's like it is really like you know these beautiful kind of uh i guess it's claymation um i'm not really sure what it is particular it looks like claymation um and i mean even like this during the song like the second song where he's in like in the graveyard and like he walks across that like hill that like expands like i like how do you you know i feel like it's just unique i don't know what about you what are your thoughts there yeah i forgot about that oh yeah absolutely (laughs) no so it felt very much like a tim burton based production i do love i yeah i do love the enemy and I was thinking because I, I love it the way it was, and I'm curious how he would have done it live action. Because I know that, for example, like Batman, like he created this very, very unique Gotham City. And I'm trying to think about some of his other like live action movies. Like, I think he, uh, did, he did Dark Shadows. Was that him? Like, was it was Sweet Todd? Was that him? I think the movie maybe, was. Maybe I'm just tripping because he had John by Tim but, like, Burton. He has these kind of like. There you go. Okay, yeah, yeah. So he has these, he has his own unique style, which comes through in all his films. Um, and like you said, I think that definitely animation enhances some of those, those moments. Um, I am curious to see who they would have cast yeah. as Jack Skellington and kind of how they would have made him up. Would it have been not like CGI, but something you know unique? You know how sometimes now they're kind of going for this um, like yeah. magical realism that's kind of underwhelming in terms of special effects but it's still like haunting it's just like a mask that they like make up so i think there is some some possibilities there so i I love the way they did it i think they could have done it the other way too and it still would have been equally as interesting but um i i think that uh the way they went probably just in terms of long run nostalgia and continuing to mean something to new generations is probably Um, the superior all right bummer is there anything else you want to add before we wrap it up um Um, mm-hmm. just got to say, uh, this is, this is Halloween. What's this? This is Halloween. Um, this is Halloween. There's magic that was, everywhere. That was um, what's this? Alrighty. Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> what's this? <laughs> always, always. Well, uh, thanks so much for listening, everybody. This has been the What You Got Podcast. Always go out on the high Your host, Charlie Bud. Join with me, as always, is the wonderful Jordan Palmer. Be sure to catch our uh, episodes every Monday evening. You know, you follow us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, hit us up on social media. Palmer, why don't you let them know where they can find us? Okay, we'll do. You can find us on Instagram at What You Got Podcast. What to spell W H A T C H A. Next week, or we're gonna be talking about Martin Scorsese's newest cast, film, Killers the of the way. Flower Moon, which I believe is based on a book of the same name. Um, so be sure to watch that. It's gonna be a, a long one, three and a half hour runtime. Uh, we'll be covering that off next week. So until next time, catch you all later. <laughs>